Welcome to Fire Talk Radio, teaching the unfiltered Word of God with the anointing of His Spirit, with subjects on eternity and the choices we make that determine our eternal destiny. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fire Talk Radio. I'm so glad you joined me tonight. Merry Christmas to whatever part of the world you're listening to. Christmas might have passed, or maybe you're still in Christmas. That's pretty amazing. You can have the Christmas pass, and you can have the be in the future at the same time with all these different time zones. Uh, the just depends on what coast you're listening to you from and what part of the world. But Merry Christmas, past, present, or future. I'm glad you joined me tonight. And tonight, uh, if you're feeling lonely, if you're missing loved ones, Christmas and holidays are hard for missing loved ones. And I know what that's like to miss someone that you love so much. And that you wish they were there, especially around the holiday season. You think of past memories and and uh, wish you could make new ones. But you can make new ones with me t- tonight or on the radio. And tonight I'm going to be going to be reading some scriptures, and I'm going to be also. I'm going to also play some Christmas songs, Christmas music. So I'm going to do that. And I am going to be here with you tonight because I know that sometimes it can get lonely. And maybe nobody invited you for the holidays. Maybe you didn't get invited where you wanted to go. Maybe, like I said, maybe you're missing loved ones. But the the awesome thing about the radio here, online radio, is anywhere you're listening to me from, you don't have to be alone. I don't know how long I'm going to be on right now. But I do know that that I'm glad that you tuned in. Uh, if you want to call me, you can call me at, so I'm trying to find the number, 646-668-2093. That is 646-668-2093. Feel free to call me. If you want to just stay on the line or if you just want to share a prayer request or a memory from Christmas or testimony, whatever you want to do, feel free to call. I'd love to have you call. So I wanted to get into a scripture and then I want to play some music. And if it seems like I'm a little distracted, just a wee bit, because I have a lot to do when I'm doing 
the show. I go from manning the chat to promoting to the episode information to the song lineup and the scripture. And sometimes I have, well, the majority of the time I have the scripture in front of me. But then uh, sometimes, well, actually more often than not, I have the Holy Spirit say, will you please look up this scripture for me? I would like you to look it up and read it. So I'm doing a lot of things at once. But so I wanted to go for my first scripture, which is, you should see my computer. I have, where I've looked up all my, well, all the ones I know I'm going to read, the scriptures, and I have but the, all these little uh, tabs open of the different scriptures. I wanted to read Isaiah 9, 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, God, I just come to you right now on behalf of those listening to me right now and on behalf of those who will listen to this replay. Father, touch their hearts and minister to them as only you know how to do, Lord. Touch them in in the areas that they need and bless them. Give them peace, joy, health, deliverance, prosperity, healing, and just love on them, Lord. Give me, just use me, Lord. Just speak through me what you would have me to say that it would minister to these people. And happy birthday, Jesus. Happy birthday. I love you, Lord. Thank you, God, for sending your only son into the world that we may we may not be lost for eternity. And thank you, God, for coming to earth in the form of man, Jesus. And thank you, Jesus, that when you left the earth, well, first of all, thank you for your ministry on earth when you were here. Thank you for the things that you did while you were on the earth. And also, thank you for the... The, the suffering you endured on our behalf for being put on a cross and then for being for dying and be, but thank you that you rose again thank you for going to hell and taking captivity captive but also for rising again on the third day ever seated at the right hand of the father ever seated ever to make intercession for us always living Okay, I'm going to have to go back and I'm going to have to get that scripture so I'm not misquoting it. But thank you for always praying for us, Lord and Jesus. And I thank you that you did not leave us as orphans and you did not leave us comfortless, but you came to us in the form of the Holy Spirit. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for coming here and being with us and living inside us. You're awesome. You're awesome. You're awesome. You are awesome. And I thank you for touching these this these people like only you can in the name of Jesus. And just to let you know that um, I do have 
I have the uh, the schedules for a 60-minute episode. I could increase the time, or um, we'll see what happens. So I'm going to go to a song. All, all music, by the way, is is played by by permission of the those who have authority to do it, either by the artists themselves or, like I said, those who have authority to do it. So I'm going to go to a song I really love. Uh, it's called The Perfect Tree. It's by Kelly, Kelly May Howard Brown is is going to be singing it. And it's a beautiful song. I'm going to play a couple of songs, uh, however I felt led, and then come back. And But just know that I know the holidays can be really, really hard. They Yes, and, and sometimes they can be bittersweet. And sometimes they're happy with mixed in with with mixed feelings of 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 lost uh, loved ones that we've had. But just know that I'm here. We're together. And since we're together, then you're not alone. I'm here for you. I'm glad that you joined me tonight. And sit back, enjoy the music, and. Just relax. Let let the Holy Spirit minister to you. Know that He loves you. I love you. I'm glad you're here. We're gonna go to a song, and I'll be right back with you in a little bit. Enjoy.
comments and opinions expressed during Blog Talk Radio commercials and ads do not necessarily reflect that of myself or my Christian beliefs, especially the new ads promoting the consumption of alcohol. Hello, hello, welcome back everyone. Uh, just um, a little glitch there at the uh, beginning. So I'm not exactly sure what happened to that song. Let's see here. I wanted to go to a scripture over here in Matthew. Matthew 1, verses 18 through 23. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on the wise, when, as his mother, Mary was espoused to Joseph. Before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which, being interpreted, is God with us. Praise God. I'm so glad that God is with us. God is always, always with us. God loves us. He loves us so much, and he's with us all the time. Emmanuel, God was us. I'm so glad he's here with me, and I'm so glad that he's there with you. And once again, I wish you a Merry Christmas, and I'm glad that you're here tonight with me enjoying this time together. I'm going to go back to another song, and I'll be back in a little bit. I'll play some more music, and then I'll pray a little bit, and I'll read some more scripture. Uh, but quick question, actually. Um, just, just let you know that God really loves you, has a great plan for your life, and God forbid if it was your last day on earth, you know for sure, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you would go to heaven. You know, the, the Bible says we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So if you want to make sure you're going to go to heaven, just mean it with your heart and repeat after me. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. Set me free. 
Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I believe that you rose from the dead and are coming back for me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost, a hunger for the things of God, and a holy boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am saved. I am born again. I am forgiven, and I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. I forgive everyone who has ever hurt, neglected, or abused me. It was not my fault. I release them to you. Jesus, fill me with the Holy Spirit. Fill me with your peace, with your joy, and your love. Amen. And may God fill you with his peace and with his love and with his joy.
Jesus. Thank you for your joy. Thank you for coming to the world. If you have any prayer requests at all, feel free to call 866-857-4837. That is 866-857-4837. Or you can text me at Fire Talk Radio. Two, that's the number two, at yahoo.com. That's Fire Talk Radio, number two, at yahoo.com. Feel free to, to send me any prayer requests or any testimonies or questions you may have. And also, uh, you can call that number as well that I mentioned. That is 866 857 4837. And also, if you want to call me in the studio, you can call me at 646 668 2093. That is 646 668 2093. I just want to tell you that I am really glad that you joined me tonight. I'm, I'm glad that you decided to spend some of your holiday, some of your Christmas with me on the radio. Uh, like I said, uh, the the title, I meant the title, Christmas Blues. Are you having the Christmas blues, the holiday blues? Because a lot of people get lonely around the holidays. A lot of people get lonely during during uh, Christmas, especially on New Year's and Thanksgiving. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes, maybe as I said earlier, Maybe you're missing a loved one who's passed away. Maybe they just recently passed away, and maybe it was even tonight. And I'm really sorry about that. It's not easy spending that time without them. And just know that it's okay to be where you're at. Where you're you're at emotionally, Wherever you're at in the grieving process, it's okay because God is with you. He loves you so, so, so much. He loves you so much. And he's with you. He'll never, ever leave you or forsake you. I know it can get lonely sometimes, especially during the holidays when maybe you didn't get invited someplace. Or maybe you don't have any friends in the area because maybe you just moved. Or maybe you're listening to me from prison or an underground church. Could be listening to me from anywhere. Wherever you're at, though, God is going to meet you at the point of your need. He's going to give you exactly what you need. He's going to touch you in that place, that deep place in your heart going to fill you with love, so much love, you will never be lonely again. And I was looking for a scripture. Here we go. It is in Hebrews 13.5. And it says, 
be on there. Trying to find. Oh, here we go. It says, be free from the love of money. Content with such things as ye have, for himself hath said, I will in no wise fail thee, neither will I in any wise forsake thee. It's basically saying, this is a better version. I like the King James Version better. It says, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. So you have this promise right there that God is never going to leave you or forsake you. And also in John fourteen eighteen through 28, it says, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you yet a little while. And the world seeth me no more, but ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. At that day ye shall know that I am in the Father, and ye in me, and I in you. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Judas said unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not keepeth he that loveth me not he that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings. And the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father Father's which sent me. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Ye have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If ye loved me, you would rejoice, because I said I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. Praise God, that's powerful. Jesus in the form of the Holy Spirit. And if you're born again and saved, and the Holy Spirit is living inside of you. And it is so, so awesome to have the Holy Spirit 
living inside of you and with you. Just with you presently, always with you. So God is in heaven. He's our Father. Jesus is seated at his right hand, ever living to make intercession for you and me. That means he's praying for you all the time. If you're not saved, if you don't have Jesus in your heart, then he's praying that you'll get Jesus in your heart. He's praying for you 24-7. And then the Holy Spirit is living in us. If you're born again, you have Jesus in your heart and you're saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, he's living. God, in the form of the Holy Spirit, is living inside of you. He's living inside of me, and I think that is so, so awesome. Going to go to some commercials and also some more songs. I'll be right back with you. Do you have the call of God on your life and are interested in attending Bible college? Check out the following websites of three awesome colleges. I went two years at these colleges, and they are awesome. RiverBibleInstitute.com RiverSchoolOfWorship.com RiverSchoolOfGovernment.com Scholarships are available. Tell them you heard about it on Fire Talk Radio.
This is David Ingalls. Has anyone told you today that God loves you, that he has a plan for your life? I have a very important question I want to ask you. If you were to die this very second, do you know for sure, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you would go to heaven? The Holy Bible reads, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, and for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The Bible also reads, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I'm a whosoever, and you are too. I want to pray for you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, bless those listening to my voice. Bless their family with long, healthy lives. Make yourself real to them. If they aren't born again, I pray that they receive Jesus as Lord right now. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Listening ones, if you would like to receive the gift that God has for you, say this prayer after me from your heart. Say it from your lips out loud. Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Wash me and cleanse me. Set me free. Jesus, thank you that you died for me. I believe that you are risen from the dead. I believe that you're coming back again for me. Oh God, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost. Give me a hunger for the things of God. Give me a holy boldness to tell others about Jesus Christ. According to the word of God in my prayer, I'm saved. I'm born again. I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Amen. My brother, my sister, I welcome you to the family of God. Be sure to tell someone about your prayer and get into a Bible teaching church family right away. Always remember, run to God and not from God because He loves you and has a great plan for your life.
favorite songs is Kelly May, Howard Brown, who's uh, gone home to be the Lord, and she's uh, my pastor's daughter. So, I, as I said earlier, I've used all songs with permission. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. I'm going to read from Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto the city of Galilee, named Nazareth, to a virgin, a spouse to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father, David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For with God, nothing is impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord Be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Basically, when she said, how can this be, seeing I know not a man? Basically, she was a virgin. And that's what that means there. And at the end, it says, "Be be it done unto me according to your word. She was, uh, you know, they asked. Uh, the the angel basically she was willing and uh, in Isaiah one nineteen it says if you oh, let me find actually the King James version I actually am looking for it in the King James version so I am going to go to the King James version going to find it here because I had it earlier. Let me see here. 
Isaiah Isaiah one nineteen through twenty. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. Actually, I'm going to leave it right there, just 19. Mary was willing and she was obedient. And now we are eating the good of the land soon to be an eternity of that wonderful wonderful good land the new Jerusalem praise the living Lord thank you Mary for being willing and obedient Did you know? 
from that golden shore.
in the middle of a three-day series in a Baptist church in Adelaide, a woman came to him for counseling and he wanted to establish where she stood with Christ. And she said, I used to live in Sydney. And just a couple of months back, I was visiting friends in Sydney, doing some last-minute shopping down George Street, and a strange little white-haired man, elderly man, stepped out of a shop doorway, offered me a pamphlet and said, Excuse me, ma'am, are you saved? If you die tonight, are you going to heaven? She said, I was disturbed by those words. When I got back to Adelaide, I knew this Baptist church was on the next block from me, and I sought out the pastor, and he led me to Christ. So, sir, I'm telling you that I am a Christian. Now, this London pastor was now very puzzled. Twice, within a fortnight, he'd heard the same testimony. He then flew to preach in the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church in Perth. And when his teaching series was over, the senior elder of that church took him out for a meal. And he said, mate, how'd you get saved? He said, I grew up in this church from the age of 15 through Boys Brigade. Never made a commitment to Jesus, just hopped on the bandwagon like everybody else. And because of my business ability, grew up to a place of influence. I was on a business outing in Sydney just three years ago, and an obnoxious, spiteful little man stepped out of a stop shop doorway, offered me a religious pamphlet, cheap junk, and accosted me with a question. Excuse me, sir, are you saved? If you die tonight, are you going to heaven? He said, I tried to tell him I was a Baptist elder. He wouldn't listen to me. He said, I was seeding with anger all the way home on Qantas to, to Perth. He said, I told my pastor, thinking he would sympathize with me, and my pastor agreed. He had been disturbed for years, knowing that I didn't have a relationship with Jesus, and he was right. And my pastor led me to Jesus just three years ago. Now, this London preacher flew back to the UK and was speaking at the Keswick Convention in the Lake District. And he threw in these three testimonies. At the close of his teaching session, four elderly pastors came up and said, we got saved between 25 and 35 years ago, respectively, through that little man on George Street giving us a tract and asking us that question. He then flew the following week to a similar Keswick Convention in the Caribbean, to missionaries. And he shared the testimonies. At the close of his teaching session, three missionaries came up and said, we got saved between 15 and 25 years ago, respectively, through that little man's testimony and asking us that same question on George Street in Sydney. Coming back to London, he stopped outside Atlanta, Georgia, to speak at a naval chaplain's convention. And when his three days of revving these naval chaplains up, over a thousand of them, in soul winning, the chaplain general took him out for a meal. And he said, how did you become a Christian? He said, well, it was miraculous. I was a rating on a United States battleship, and I lived a reprobate life. We were doing exercises in the South Pacific, and we docked in Sydney Harbor for replenishment. We hit King's Cross with a vengeance. I got blind drunk. I got on the wrong bus, got off in George Street. And <laughs> as I got off the bus, I thought it was a ghost. This elderly, white-haired man jumped in front of me, pushed a pamphlet in my hand, and said, Sailor, are you saved? If you die tonight, you're going to heaven. He said, the fear of God hit me immediately. I was shocked sober and ran back to the battleship, sought out the chaplain. The chaplain led me to Christ. And I soon began to prepare for the ministry under his guidance. And here I am in charge of over a thousand chaplains and we're bent on soul winning today. That London preacher, six months later, flew to do a convention for 5,000 Indian missionaries in a remote corner of northeastern India. And at the end... The Indian missionary in charge, a humble little man, took him home to his humble little home for a simple meal. And he said, how did you, as a Hindu, come to Christ? He said, I was in a very privileged position. I worked for the Indian diplomatic mission. And I traveled the world. And I am so glad for the forgiveness of Christ and his blood covering my sin, because I'd be very embarrassed if people found out what I got into. 
He said, one bout of diplomatic service took me to Sydney. And I was doing some last-minute shopping laden with parcels of toys and clothing for my children, walking down George Street. And this courteous little white-haired man stepped out in front of me, offered me a pamphlet, and said, excuse me, sir, are you saved? If you die tonight, are you going to heaven? He said, I thanked him very much, but this disturbed me. I got back to my town, I sought out the Hindu priest, and he couldn't help me. But he gave me some advice. He said, just to satisfy your curious mind, nothing else, go and talk to the missionary in the mission house at the end of the road. And that was fatal advice. He said, because that day the missionary led me to Christ, I quit Hinduism immediately, and then began to study for the ministry. I left the diplomatic service, and here I am, by God's grace, in charge of all these missionaries, and we are winning hundreds of thousands of people to Christ. Well, eight months later, that Crystal Palace Baptist pastor was ministering in Sydney, in Gymea, southern suburb of Sydney. And he said to the Baptist minister, do you know a little man, an elderly little man, who witnesses and hands out tracts on George Street? And he said, I do. His name is Mr. Genor, G-E-N-O-R. But I don't think he does it anymore. He's too frail and elderly. The man said, I want to meet him. Two nights later, they went around to this little apartment, knocked on the door, and this tiny, frail little man opened the door. He sat them down, made them some tea, and he was so frail, he was slopping tea into the saucer as he shook. And as he sat with them, this London preacher told him all these accounts over the previous three years. This little man sat with tears running down his cheeks. He said, my story goes like this. He said, I was a rating on an Australian warship, and I lived a reprobate life, and in a crisis, I really hit the wall, and one of my colleagues, whom I gave literal hell, was there to help me. He led me to Jesus, and the change in my life was night to day in 24 hours. And I was so grateful to God. I promised God that I would share Jesus in a simple witness with at least 10 people a day. As God gave me strength. Sometimes I was ill, I couldn't do it, but I made up for it for other times. I wasn't paranoid about it, but I have done this for over 40 years. And in my retirement years, the best place was on George Street. There were hundreds of people. I got lots of rejections. But a lot of people courteously took the tracks. And he said, in 40 years of doing this, I've never heard of one single person coming to Jesus until today. Do you know, I would say that has to be commitment. That has to be just sheer gratitude and love for Jesus to do that. Not hearing of any results. Margarita did a little count. That's 146,100 people. That simple little non-charismatic Baptist man influenced somehow to Jesus. And I believe what God was showing that Baptist minister was the tip of the tip of the tip of the tip of this iceberg. Goodness knows how many more had been arrested for Christ and were doing huge jobs out in the mission field. Mr. Genor died two weeks later. And can you imagine the reward he went home to in heaven? I doubt if his face would ever have appeared on Charisma magazine I doubt if there would ever have been a write-up with a photograph in Billy Graham's Decision magazine, as beautiful as those magazines are. Nobody except a little group of Baptists in southern Sydney knew about Mr. Genor. But I'll tell you, his name was famous in heaven. Heaven knew Mr. Genor. And you can imagine the welcome and the red carpet and the fanfare he went home to when he arrived in glory.
Ridgeway sat there stone-faced as victims' relatives damned him and mocked him. He's an animal. I wish for him to have a long, suffering, cruel death. He's gonna go to hell and that's where he belongs. But then the emotionless facade finally cracked when the father of one of his victims appeared to surprise him with a dose of human kindness. Mr. Ridgeway, um... There are people here that hate you. I'm not one of them. You've, you've made it difficult to live up to what I believe, and that is what God says to do, and that's to forgive. You are forgiven, sir. Praise God, there is power in forgiveness. If uh, we don't forgive, then we won't be forgiven. And and uh, just also with uh, forgiveness, 
uh, uh, unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. You know, I'm really so glad that you have joined me tonight. I had uh, I had played a lot of music. I know I played a lot of Christmas music, and I played a lot of a lot of worship music. And uh, once again, all music is played with permission. And you know, in Proverbs eighteen twenty four, it says, "A man that hath friends must show himself friendly." And there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. And praise God, that friend is Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And we have read uh, the Bible story. You can read uh, also about the Bible story. Uh, the about the Bible story, the Christmas story, <laughs> the Christmas story in uh, Matthew one eighteen through twenty three. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was actually, was his spouse to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. And I think I read that before, but it's always good to read it again, because nothing like the word... Now, for those listening live, uh, if you're listening live and you're actually not in the studio on the call side on the switchboard, if you're listening live, just a heads up, I have five minutes left, five minutes and 20 seconds and counting. So you'll get disconnected, but you can come back and listen to the tail end because I won't be on much longer. I'm just going to read another Bible verse and then I'm going to um, pray for you. And then play some music so you can come and catch the tail end. Now, you can also read about the the um, another place for to read the Christmas stories in Luke 2, verses 1 through 20. Now, I want to read right here uh, Luke 2, verses 28 through 32. Then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord... Now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. And that was Simeon. 
God had promised that he would see the Savior before he died, and he saw him, and that was him and all his ecstatic joy there and his peace knowing that he had been, that uh, it was fulfilled. So I am glad that you joined me tonight, and I just, I just wanna, I, I just wanna remind you that you're, you're never alone. That God loves you, he has a great plan for your life, and, and I'm glad that, that this you knowing that people care about you. God cares about you, and of course, I of course God cares about you. I care about you. I love you so much, and I'm glad that that you that that you tuned in tonight because with you tuning in, you're not totally alone. So you're you're here with me. You didn't spend Christmas completely alone. If you're missing lost loved ones. Or maybe this is your first Christmas without them. Maybe you moved and you relocated to a different part of town or a different state or a different part of the world, and you you haven't made the friends yet. Whatever the reason being that you're feeling lonely, know that you're never truly alone with God. God is with you always, and he loves you so much. He loves you, he loves you, he loves you so much. He has great plans for your life. You're accepted in the beloved. When he looks in a crowded room, you're the only one he sees. You're the apple of his eye. He's enthralled with your beauty. You are his beloved. And if you were the only one in the world, Jesus still would have came and died for you. He loves you so much. Be at peace knowing that you're never totally alone. And when you need a friend, a friend who sticks closer than a brother, to say, Jesus, to say, Holy Spirit, manifest yourself to me. Make yourself real to me. And he will. Now, just a, a quick reminder again that the, I've got one minute. So for the live listeners, the song will cut off, but you can come back and you can listen to it, okay? Know that God loves you. Until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand and envelop you in his love.
give you peace that passes understanding. When you rest in Him, your problems, they will grow dim. He'll give you peace that passes understanding. So just trust in Him and His peace will come in. When I'm on my way and I don't know which way to go, my mind just spins and everything's becoming great. I just turn to Him In the glory realm, I cast my cares into His hands. He takes them all and gives me His rest. He'll give you peace that passes understanding. When you rest in Him, Your problems, they will grow dim. He'll give you peace that passes understanding. So just trust in Him and His peace will come in. So if it seems That all you have is falling away And everywhere you go the sky seems gray You just turn to Him Those are temporal things Stand on His word and His praises sing And by His love and grace, He'll give you rest. He'll give you peace that passes understanding. When you rest in Him, your problems, they will grow dim. He'll give you peace that passes understanding. So just trust in Him and His peace will come in.
Come in. 